Welcome to our Double Amuna Tuesday edition. We have the honor for Rav Avi Abelo is in the house for a second coming. Well, that sounds really weird to put it that way, Rav <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, let's say hello on the live Facebook. Shalom Aleichem. We've got a fun special, background. Special people all over the world. Yes, hello, energy. Renewal, New Year coming, Amen. a lot to discuss. Amen. And this is our 86 Amuna class. I can't believe that I'm saying those numbers. We keep going. Thank God we had a wonderful class last week. A very unusual class. We had someone with gongs and musical instruments. Oh, wow. We'll talk about that a bit in the feedback. But let's go dedicating our 86 Elul New Year Amuna class to the success of all our special guests and specifically our Unity Focus guest, Avi Abelo who has, you know, really journeyed in the Holy Land and beyond. We welcome all our guests, everyone, all you guys out there to our Double Amuna Tuesday. It's a big honor to go ahead to the full healing. This class is dedicated to get rid of Corona. I can't believe there's still a discussion. And all forms of any kinds of nonsense. Everyone should have a full shlema. Amen. Specifically, Rav Shalom Orish. And to Hila Rivka Bas Masha. Please, God, we also dedicate Chana Bas Frida, Chana Liba Bas Simcha. Anyone else want to say any names? Do you have any names? Anyone specifically? I have them in my head. Okay, good. We should, we should have in mind everyone out there together praying for all the different people in our lives. These classes are for the elevations of the pure soul of Gedalia, Sanya Rachmaninobel Gedalia. It's coming up to the yacht site and the first yacht site. And I'm sure the Gedalia Fenster will make a special dedication. Um, a CM Sefer Torah, from what I heard, and we'll be joining him here in within mind of the soul in Yushalayim in our wonderful studio, dedicating for his beautiful son's soul. We appreciate your dedication to our Muna class, to the Rav's teachings. Wish everyone a good week, a good CM to the year, healthy, energized, L days, times of forgiveness, sharing a Muna global all. That's our tagline. Okay, let's get in quickly to the some of the feedback and then we'll go straight to the questions for Avi Abelo to help us through some of the recurring challenges plus some new challenges that we're facing. And we're really honored that he came special to make this class uh, a repeat opportunity. Uh, very, very honored. Thank you, Hashem. Great Shia. Thank you, dear Rabbi Eli. That was a first feedback on our YouTube classes, Instagram, Facebook, audio. We're there and all the platforms. You don't miss us. Thank you. God, thank God for these classes. I've been more mindful of smiling and reactions. Yes, smiling. That's something we all have to work on. I even had a dream where I was conscious of the importance of smiling, mm. even though I was being stressed out by the Amunatoa 2022, which is hopefully confirmed and closed today. I was dreaming already of my fears of, you know, the all the logistics stuff yeah, yeah, that go on with these kind of sure, things. Sure. But I was even conscious in my dream that I need to smile. So that's showing how important these classes are being impacting even the dreamer. Sometimes it's a spontaneous exchange of smiles. Sometimes there's a pause when I've smiled at someone looking a bit sad and then a lovely return smile. It makes me think we never know when a smile can make an important difference for someone who really needs it. Thank you for sharing your struggles. Someone else wrote, yes, from the times we fail, we come to appreciate the amazing power of tshuva. This is El all time, Ellie Goldsmith. Yes, I definitely need to do tshuva. Thank you. That just gives me goosebumps like waves every time he plays an instrument. This is in reference to Dr. Benjamin Klempner. You heard of him? He was our guest last yeah. week. Thank you for sharing. You can check it out. It was uh, posted, very interesting energy coming out. 
uh, from the class. First five minutes here, and the smile was more sound advice than I've found in many journeys. Beautiful, straight away and from our Amunah classes. Absolutely love this. Amuna. that was in reference again to Dr. Klempner's class. Amen, amen, amen. Bokatov, Shavuotov, Shalom. Someone else wrote, Human Greatness. Yes, there's a new track by Nissan Black, Dustin Paul announced on our Amunah classes all the way back when Nissan was here a few months ago and it was announced and it was shared recently again by Dustin Paul himself, the singer and artist. The, the, uh, the actual full track and video is going live tonight. Check it out. And it flows perfectly with our focus today on greatness. We're going into the soulful greatness. We're going to talk about 9-11. There's a lot of themes connected to the track that's going live today. And I feel that that is the mindset we need to go into. And I'll explain a little bit as we go ahead after the feedback. Thank you, dear Rabbi Eli, for offering and spreading the Amuna work of the chief, Rabbi Shalom Arash. I didn't know he was a chief, but why not? Andrew Bezak, thank you, Rabbi Mohammed Issa God bless you, you Jews. Rabbi Lazer Brody, success. And yes, he did have a podcast with um, Yaakov Langer on the Living L'Chaim podcast. They did tag us thinking that we're connected. And we are because we all have appreciation. Even here, I think I have a book. Yes, I do. I have a Garden of Amuna book, The Garden of Riches, which it says here, translated by... Rabbi Laser Brody. So we cannot remember his tremendous service and effort and time that he put into all our classes and content back in the day when he was here over four years ago. So we wish him success on his Amuna tour coming up, his own Amuna tour. And thank you for sharing that link and podcast, um, Rabbi Yaakov Langer. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Hashem. Shalom, Rabbi Goldsmith. Now, there's a massive long feedback here, which I don't think we have time right now to read it. Um, some of it... Uh, I don't know if it's shareable. No, not, 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 not shareable. <laughs> a bit of, oh, hopefully the person had, I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah. He had the best of intentions, but you can't use that language. A bit of French over here, yes. as we say. I do speak French, but, you know, not all the time. And, uh, yes, they mentioned about the meeting with Ken, uh, Shem booklet. Um, there was definitely a lot of things here. So we'll get into that uh, feedback later on. And now we're going to go into the purpose of the class before we go into all our other announcements and questions, that we're going to discuss greatness. Now, why are we going to discuss greatness? Because the new year, Tehei Shanas Panasa Godel, is Pei Gimel. This year's Tafshin Pei Gimel begins only 20 days away, and officially actually less than that, because Kaf Ha'ela was really the beginning of the year. It's the beginning of Maisa Bereshis, according to the Gemara. So, but either way, most people know it as Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the official beginning of the year. And that's so soon, 20 days. So what is it? Tehei Shanas, it's a year of Panasa Godel. That's the Rosh Tevas we're going to focus on. The Garden of Riches. Yes, yeah, so we're going to have tremendous blessing. And with that blessing that we're going to have in this new year of Tafshim Pei uh, Gimel, which Gimel is Godel, we're going to focus on the greatness. Not just that we have the song Human Greatness and my follow-up class, please God, later on, on soulful greatness, but we're also going to deal with the greatness of Hashem. Thanks, Avi Abelos, focus on also with the anniversary of 9-11, other themes we're going to discuss today, and it will hopefully be a continuation of what we discussed in our first meeting, which everyone should go check out again if you didn't see it, and if you did see it, go over it, because it was very important concepts. So now, enough from me, let's hear from Avi Abelo on the concept of greatness, and give us a little bit of a, hopefully, a fill-in of where he's been at the last few months. First of all, just you saying for the first time hearing that Rosh Hashanah is 20 days away, you, you gave me a chill down my spine. Oh. 
You gave me it, and I'll tell you why. I've never had such a chill of appreciation uh, and trepidation of Rosh Hashanah approaching more than right now and this year and this Rosh Hashanah. And I'll tell you why. This year has been the year of the most growth personally in terms of being mind blown about the world, humanity, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Like I'm, I'm, I'll be Bezrat Hashem with God's help. I'll be, I'll be turning uh, 39 years old with my upcoming, my upcoming uh, uh, birthday. Never before in my close to full 39 years have I had a year of such mind blowing understanding and growth with everything going on in the world. Never before. And I'm thinking to myself with 20 days to Rosh Hashanah, oh my God, I've internalized and grown in so many ways and the world is going quickly in so many ways and crazy ways and insane ways. How much more am I going to grow next year? Be'ezrat Hashem, I should be Zohar, Rakadosh Baruch Hu, should give me a year of life. But if he does give me a year of life, like how much more am I going to grow this upcoming year? Then, then I've grown in just this. This one year has been more than thirty-eight years, because the world is going insane. <laughs> so it's like, whoa! What, what do you have in store for me, for my family, for Am Yisrael, for humankind this year to help those of us who have our eyes open and are trying to stay connected to you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as best as possible? What do you have in store for us this, this year that's going to surpass and help us grow even more than this past year? That that all goes with the prerequisite. I got the word right. Prerequisite of a growth mindset. That person has to see life that way. So can right. you help us just as a opening comment? Like how's it been the last few months specifically? Because we already saw a little bit how amazing where you're at in the previous class. What's happened the last few months that's really made you feel this so strongly about the greatness of Hashem and how much you're growing and and how the new year can be even more growth and in such an excited real way. So I'm going to just connect. I'll answer your question by connecting to, to what we spoke about in the last talk, but just to give the, the, the correct context to move forward. Sure. It's, it's a very weird way of saying this, but the, the horrible, okay, the horrible uh, reality uh, health situation um, that Corona the COVID brought to the world, on the other hand, opened up so many doors of deep, deep introspection about life, about the world, about leadership, about governments, that those people who are waking up to what's really going on are growing, are growing, right? And it's all because of the horrible plague of Corona and COVID. It's all because of that. Yeah. And I'll and I'll give you an example. Just this morning I was watching a video, very very well put together video uh that I'll be putting on my website so anyone who wants to see it and understand the context, I'll be putting it up both on Pulse of Israel talking about it and then on Israel Unwired. It's like a 4-minute video over the past year putting out the information of how a very simple medication was available and used in order to help people get better from this virus. And yet, all these doctors involved in helping save people's lives with this medication 
were shunned, ostracized, delegitimized, governments, medical oh. papers, putting it out, uh, um, um, delegitimizing the medication. And this one little video just blows your mind in seeing all of the human systems that we trust to help us that were used in this past two and a half, close to three years to, to shut down our lives, scare us, make us afraid of everything, make us afraid of living normally, disconnect us from true amuna, just, just disconnect us from the miraculousness of our bodies and of the miracle that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created with our bodies. And it helps us internalize, oh my God, just this one little video, understanding this one little medication that could have saved so many more people, whose doctors and scientists behind it, behind the usage of it, should be the ones getting the Nobel Peace Prizes and be put up on pedestals for saving humanity. Instead, they are shunned, delegitimized. Not as many people as should be have been able to use this medication. People have died because of the corruption of humans as opposed to people connecting with Amuna, thinking for themselves, using our God-given common sense, and, and being able to get out of... We could have been out of this crazy insanity ages ago, but obviously we're supposed to be going through it in order for us to go through this growth process as individuals, as Am Yisrael, as humanity, in order to get to a better place. So that's why I'm saying with whatever we've experienced this year, this year and those of us who are awake attune with our amuna, with our God-given common sense to question and, and, and search and research to try to figure out what's really going on. We are positive. We, we have deep faith that, that great things are coming. We're yeah, not the letting the bad times fear scare us. <laughs> right. But, if, but, though, but little by little yeah. with each day, more and more people are waking up. And if they are really connecting the dots, with the wake-up process and the questions and what's going on. Even though you can be negative if you just if you just focus on the bad. But if you hold on to your amuna, you understand, wait a second. This is all necessary in order for the for us to bring in the ge'ula. So good times are coming. And Chazal teach us, the rabbis teach us, the Nevi'im teach us. Before the good times come, well, it's going to be very, very bad. So as long as you have that faith and that understanding... You're able to compartmentalize, okay, this thing looks bad, and it feels bad, and it is bad, but it's the necessary bad in order to get to the better place. So I better be positive, because if I just hold on to the negative, then I'm going to be part of the problem, but I want to be part of the solution, and I want to enjoy that solution. I want to enjoy the goal of the redemption. Amen. So so that's that, that's where I'm at, approaching 20 days to the oh. holy days of, uh, of Rosh Hashanah and then Yom Kippur afterwards. So right now we're approaching uh, the anniversary of 9-11 yeah it's uh i think the 7th of september today so in two days time and it seems four like four days oh you're right yeah i don't know my maths Oy. four days right september all is those nine, years uh, in school 11 i yeah. know what is yeah <laughs> seven plus four is 11 great got it so now we're four days away from 9-11 so being that the enemy then was you know seen as uh terrorists or it seems like there's been a lot of changes like politically and rea in reality wise and it's not so clear who the enemy is like a lot of people would say the enemy's within our own 
being or in our own culture or in our own government or in our own society or you know everyone's trying to figure out where is the enemy you know like a famous rage song and if you're into that band but when i was a kid you know your enemy yeah you right. have to know figure out who the enemy is and uh you know it's something which is uh you know something which for me with big insight was when i realized the worst biggest enemy for me personally as a teenager was my own ego and that's something i had to work on and come to torah mitzvahs to get the help uh to deal with the ego but in terms of say you know we the these islamic terrorists at those time uh, you know be careful to use the word islam but it was that was who was at 9-11 associated with as a jihad war on a, on a, on a certain nation and the idea of of saying Allah Akbar and yet then taking away life, you know, God is great, which we also believe. Yeah. God is great. <laughs> whenever I'm on Harabait, yeah. whenever I'm on the Temple Mount and yeah. the, the Muslims, they, they degrade us and delegitimize yeah. us and try to put us down and they're screaming, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. So to them, they're like using yeah. that in the negative. I'm like, Ken, Ken, Allah Akbar, God is great. Yeah. God is great. We're, we're here. We're the Jews. We're back. Yeah. We're here to, to glorify God's name. So it's taking their the, the evil intention and turning it on them and using it in the positive. So that's part of the hope of this class of turning it around the, to greatness, to, to true greatness, to the greatness that brings Hashem's kindness and the, the purity and love and goodness of humanity and not that, God forbid, religion should be shown as something which is, uh, you know, murderous or, you know, trying to dominate another nation or another people. It's all about uh, about connection, unity and, and truth and uh, peace and all these important uh, values that humanity know in its essence to be true. So God's greatness should reflect in, you know, beautiful levels of Kiddush Hashem, of, of sanctifying God's name in a true way, like whereby... Uh, Lord Sachs wrote so beautifully, you know, about his book about sanctifying God's name. You saw that book? No. He has a beautiful book about what is really sanctifying in because they call it he called it in God's name. So people are killing people in God's name, but that's not what God intended. So right. that that's a mistake. Um, so we have to make Hashem's name great. Once again, we said Panasa great. There should be a lot of abundance, but it should also be greatness in how we represent godliness and divinity and Amuna. Amuna should be great. I always say make Amuna global because we want people to have connection to Amuna in a great way, but not Amuna that causes us to become uh, rad 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 radicalized. radicalized or create uh, more conflict, more confusion. We have to sort of maintain a path of truth that, that unites people and, and opens them up to the truth and not pushes them away. So the question again, like that, how do we connect into 9-11 right now and with such a transformed world? Wow. So I think you, I think you're hitting the, the nail on the head by focusing on 9-11 as a key point in time that for the masses was the beginning of transforming the world. It definitely was a key. I don't think it was the beginning, but for the masses, it was. And I'll explain why. And I'm going to take this in a totally different direction, and it might be seem, seem, deemed a little controversial, but you know me, I'm not... Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you brought you here to create troubles, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not afraid of controversy. My focus is on helping people connect yeah. to the MS and HaKadosh yeah, Baruch so, so Trouble in a good way. Trouble right, with trou a big T for truth. Exactly. I, I'm yeah. man, beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Trouble with a big T for truth. Yeah. So... Um, I think I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna simplify. You said who the who the enemy is, right? Mm -hmm. Who was the who, who the enemy is? 
Um, first of all, as someone who talks about the dangers of Islamic radicalization and, and terrorism, not just to Israel, the Jewish people, and the whole freedom-loving world, and also to freedom-loving Muslims, right? The biggest ones who suffer from it are Muslims. That's not going to be part of the conversation. I'm going I'm to take a twist on 9-11 and go in a different direction. The ultimate battle we are experiencing today, I explain it as our generation's Tower of Bavel. What's the Tower of Bavel? Right, the famous story of from Genesis, where mankind, who at the time all spoke one language and all lived in the same area, they said, "Hey, we don't have to believe in God. We're greater than God. We're yeah. gonna bring up, build a massive tower up to the heavens to be taller than God, and in a sense." overpower God and replace God, right? So the, the story of the Tower of Bavel is mankind stating for mankind, we have replaced God. Everything going on today, and I'm telling you all, everybody, start if you start looking at this with this lens, it's going to change your daily understanding. It's going to blow your mind. Everything going on today is certain powers within the human race, within our leaders, is about them showing mankind that man is replacing God, that there is no need for God. Whether in the culture war, right? Getting rid of all the, getting rid of the Judeo-Christian values, which, right? Getting rid of family values. Getting rid of the fact that there are two genders. Oh. What's more basic to creation than the fact they're two yeah, genders? Even when you're saying man, I'm thinking human because politically correct. All right, for politi political <laughs> correctness is part of mankind's battle today to replace God. God is about truth. There's no political correct. There's truth and there's untruth. Political correct is by the uh, correctness, and those of us who play along according to those rules or feel forced to play according to those rules are playing are helping the powers that be within humankind who are trying to replace God. Right. So how I connect this to 9-11 and to what we're experiencing today. So I'm going to give a mushal, which is not a mushal. It's actually true. Just take a step back and think about the, la the last time you flew, you went to an airport to fly on a plane before 9-11. All right, remember those days? Good old days. Who remembers flying so on easy. a plane in an airport before 9-11? Yeah. You just walked in. You went to check-in, uh, security was chick-chock, right? Chick-chock security. You went to boarding. I don't know, you could rush it in an hour, hour and a half, two hours max, right? And it was simple, and you're on the plane and you're flying, right? Then 9-11 hit. And America, the American government passed the Patriot Act, which included the establishment of the TSA, and a whole new government division called Homeland Security. And what were we all told? Again, I experienced 9-11. I was working in Midtown Manhattan at the time, married, yeah. living in Midtown Manhattan with my one-year-old son. Uh, thankfully, Baruch Hashem, I was not at work that day. I worked from home that day in the Bronx, and I saw it happen on the news wow. while I was working. Uh, so I experienced it as close as close as possible. Friends in the community, a friend of the community died in the Twin Towers. I was there, experienced it, knew what was going on. Going to shul the next day, shachos in the morning, 
not knowing who, plenty of people not, not, not calling, not there, asking, do you know where they is? Do you know where you All right, we expect. And then on finding out the one person in the shul who I knew I wasn't close friends with was killed in the attack. Yeah. So I experienced it. But 9-11 changed humanity basically with the Patriot Act, which, which the American government used to explain to the American people saying, this is in your best interests. We are protecting you. Give us government more power to protect you. And all of a sudden, flying by plane at the airport changed forever. Plenty of things changed. Plenty of things changed, both on, uh, in terms of surveillance level, in terms of the powers of the government. But I'm giving an example from our lives that we were able to tell. Flying changed. All of a sudden, TSA, taking off your shoes, taking everything out of your pockets, liquids, everything changed after 9-11 regarding flying. All right, fast forward. My brain. Oh. <laughs> fast forward. Everything. We didn't have these phones then also. We didn't have the phones then, right? For them, to, for them to track us also and listen to everything we're saying and give us advertisement based on the words we're saying on the phone, right? That's true, that happens. Uh, unfortunately. But fast. In a weird way. In a weird way, yeah. right? Fast forward, so we all got used to TSA for at least three hours and standing on these crazy lines, airports all over the world. Fast forward to COVID. Now, flying is even worse. I mean, depending which country you have, but it's, but most, if not all, of the Western yeah. countries, either you have to test or you don't have to test, depending upon what country you're leaving, what country you're going to, there was still how many hours before. There were still some countries long before. ago I went to a wedding I couldn't bring people in my close with because they hadn't had the vaccination all right and if you're not still right, still not vaccinated, you can't like go a few into months countries. ago yeah, yeah they went out a whole simcha they didn't see all the friends and family they wanted to right. see and it's still affecting people's lives right. even though they could have come and risked it but officially on the government papers and the forms and everything was still sent and it says if you don't have you can't come right and even and even with even yeah. with all the yeah. all, all the, the, whatever you're able to get to the airport yeah. you have the tickets you're able to get to the airport the airport experience is much worse than it was pre-covid right whether it's testing, whether it's even longer security <laughs> lines, or, and whether you don't get your baggage anymore, <laughs> you don't know, you don't know your baggage anymore. There's no trust in the in the, in, the, in the airlines, right? Now let me fast forward to a news item that someone just told me about yesterday. So I have to find it myself, but I'm gonna look for it and I'll provide to everyone. I didn't know to look it up before we were gonna have this talk, so forgive me. Where certain European countries are talking about getting rid of planes. All right, because of the because of climate change, no way. Because of climate change, getting rid of commercial planes. Okay, meaning whose planes are not going to be whose planes will not be taken away if this happens? The governments. Government and who else? The non-commercial. Non-commercial. Who's non-commercial? Corporate. Corporate, private, rich people, right? The rich people, the the tycoons, the the business, right? So it's about the the news item was about banning commercial planes. Well. All right. Now, whether that happens or not, no clue. But all of a sudden, people saw that, like, oh my God, this person was telling me people are waking up. Yes. Meaning, what is connecting between the Patriot Act, the fact that today, but that once upon a time we were able to go to an airport and travel yes. freely without worry, in and out of the airport, on the plane, flying, to today, where it is a yeah. nightmare and you don't even know whether you're going to get your baggage but anymore I, I, and you might not be I able to have planes question. anymore. I have to jump in because it's the fourth question and I just don't want to miss it. One, I notice you're blocked on IG and Instagram okay, for so corona misinformation. And I've seen people say like Joe Rogan 
and Russell Brand and all these kind of big podcasting YouTuber people who are growing massively. Also, on the other side, their voice is growing and their impact is growing, even though there were attempt cancellations on Rogan, but it didn't work, thank God. And even the people that cancelled have not really apologised, but they've sort of come back to Spotify and all these other places, you know, famous singers and stuff like that. It's all a bit weird what happened. And they've grown followings on the platform, on the social media platforms, even had Mark Zuckerberg himself in the studio and, you know, and or some of these, you know, famous people have come into Russell Brand's orbit as well. And yet they're fighting, you know, they're, they're fighting it in a way on a certain level, the misinformation. They're, they're trying to bring a broader picture and they're not being cancelled in the end, it seems like. So there is an awakening and it's even coming through the social media platforms. But then why someone like you is on a much smaller scale getting cancelled? I don't understand like how it could be such on a big level they're still going ahead and on a smaller level there's cancellations. Oh, all right, so I'll answer, I'll let me finish the first answer and then I'll jump and to connect to that. one more point, legal means. There's okay. people who've come on their platforms who have successfully sued Twitter and taken it legal and, and taken it to a legal level. Not that I'm offering that on any level, any advice or any a complete disclaimer. I'm not getting involved with this. I'm just discussing it. So this is all on a discussion basis, not in any legal sense. Understood. Understood. But uh, how they are able to take it legal and have been successful to reinstate their accounts, etc. Is that something you want to do? Is that we well, don't have to discuss it? You know, oh, no, 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 I'll discuss yeah. it. All, all good. Fine. All right. So to finish up the other points. So basically taking taking the mushal, the analogy of, of the change in an air travel, right? Uh, before 9-11, before COVID, after COVID, and what's potentially plans in the future, totally changing and potentially not being able to fly anymore. We're talking about government control. We're talking about with each stage, government taking more and more control over our lives. And they don't give it back. Right? And they don't give it back. Anytime they take it, they emergency, don't give it back. And suddenly the right? state of emergency has become reality. Right. And, and always used, yeah. always used yeah. as it's a way to protect us, the people. So we're brainwashed to believe, oh, it's for our good. Let's let it happen. Yeah. Same thing in terms of COVID. Lockdowns, forced vaccinations, yeah. mandates, fired from work if you don't take it, uh, punished if you don't take Can't it. Travel. Right? Why? Because yeah. we're looking after you. It's protecting grandma. Right. You don't follow our rules about us taking away your liberties. You're killing grandma. Right? It's all using Khalilavakas. It's all uh, uh, taking control of our lives, taking away our liberties, our God-given liberties that government should not be doing, that government should have not have the power to do. I mean government has the power, but people should have the power to stop government from doing. Um, and all in the name of protecting us, the TSA, security protecting us from terrorism, uh, mandates, protecting us from, from a virus. It's all government, and not only government, it's big tech. It's the medical institutions. It's all people in power. It's, it's, it's organizations. It's synagogues. It's rabbis, right? All getting on board with, the, with, with, what, with what power is telling them they must do in order for them to continue getting funding for their schools, for their synagogues, for their programs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So ultimately what we're experiencing today and bringing it together is today's enemy is mankind trying to replace God by taking away our liberties. That's it. Now, if you start looking at everything going on today through that lens, you will understand, you look back at the story of the Tower of Bavel in Genesis, in, the, in, in Breshit, and who won? Did mankind win or did God win? God won. God won. God had them had changed had that given 
because God is God. He can do anything. All of a sudden, they weren't speaking the same language anymore. All of a sudden, they couldn't continue building the tower anymore. All of a sudden, so they stopped building the tower and they were dispersed. And God won. You can't beat God. Governments, leaders, mankind, whoever's behind trying to take away our liberties, they will lose in the end. So as long as you hold on to the understanding and you start looking at through everything through this prism, oh, this is another way of taking away our liberties. Censoring us? What about free speech? What, what about the choice to have my own medical yeah, why decisions? Why can't you write what you want on your Instagram? Ah, so I'm getting there. So that's exactly... Why that's can't about, I tag Avi Abelo? Right, not? you can't write. So this I is all about... It gives me a straight away, a misinformation for Corona. I mean, right, right, that's, what? Corona? I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an enemy on Facebook and, and Instagram. This is over two years. Like, and, and, and what did I share? The misinformation was proved to actually be the correct information. What did I share? I shared so how a can meme. it be that this misinformation? I that what they said then is no longer now. I shared a meme stating that basically based on Fauci's own information, you see how he lied. And he deserves to be thrown to the dustbin of history, basically. Right? Even with his with his retirement. And and that's what that's what they took me down on Facebook and on Instagram. Just for that? Yeah, that. Well, I'm posting all the time, but they use that one to take me down even more. But now my reach, my reach is my reach is like plummeted even more. My reach was low low beforehand on Facebook and Instagram. Now it's plummeted even more. Shadow banning, shadow banning, shadow banning, censoring, shutting down my account, being kicked off by my company. I mean, you talked about opening Mark Zuckerberg on on Rogan's podcast. Did you watch that episode? I didn't. I really should. It's interesting because he was very open about it. He wasn't. Denied. Yeah, which, which, oh, so let me get to that, okay? Yeah. So, first of all, it's important people understand that is the yeah. prism you should be looking through everything. Meaning, we have to stop, we have to put We're our on trust in God. Now on Facebook. Right, we are. And I, and I believe yeah. using it as well as much yeah. as possible, as long as I'm there and as long yeah. as we're there, use it to reach as many people as possible. But, we should only be putting 100% trust in Akadosh Baruch Hu, in God above. We cannot, we cannot put 100% trust without questioning and using our common sense to any human being. Not the biggest scientist, not the biggest government official, not the biggest rabbi. I, I believe I, a rabbi, no matter how big, question. question. Have him earn our trust. Have him earn our trust and understand. Sometimes the biggest way to earn someone's trust is if you question them and then they say, you want to know something? I actually don't know the answer to that. I'm going to look it up and get back to you. That is one of the biggest, biggest signs that's, of, of potential of trustworthiness. Of question and answer. 100% trust and answer. Never, never, never trust anyone to do something for your lives that doesn't make sense for you. And if their answers that they, when you question them and they're not, and they're not answering, and they're censoring you, and they're delegitimizing you for just questioning, just using your God-given common sense, there's something is wrong. Then you realize, oh, this is part of the control that's taking place in mankind to get us to disconnect from God and throw our trust in humankind instead of mankind, instead of instead of God. Um, so you might say, oh, but there are plenty of religious people who, who are involved. In okay, you could be religious, but your religious, your 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 emuna level in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you might think it's big, but it's really not there. If you're placing trust in human in humankind and mankind and blindly trusting man and throwing your common sense aside, then that means your trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not there. I'm not saying don't trust a doctor, don't trust a rabbi. No, let make them earn your trust. I'd say because of the time restraints, because we do Let me ask a, you, answer your question quickly. Yeah. So yes, kicked off, kicked off, punished by Instagram and, and mm. Facebook because again, they're trying to, they're trying to control us. Um, Are you going to take legal means and stuff? So 
if I had millions of dollars, I'd take legal oh, means. Some of these people these, do. Yeah. The only, right, if you, only if you have money. Yeah. The only reason to use le for a small person like me to, to use legal means is in order to make headlines, in order to fundraise. Okay. Right? To make a splash so that people know, I'm here for you. I'm doing good work. This yeah. is what I think the guy that came on Rogan, he me. was able to take legal means because he was an ex uh, writer for the New York Times. And C e uh, oh, yeah. 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 If Andrew you have. Something. Listen, yeah. Prager University has been yeah. has been uh, suing, yeah. but it's not. Daily Wire suing. And Daily Wire suing. But if, in most yeah. cases, you're talking about going up. If you go up against Google, Facebook, or Twitter, yeah. they have billions of dollars. They have more money than most countries in the world. Meaning they can they can continue appealing, 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 and, and having uh, lawyers, and lawyers, class. and lawyers. My, my hope is that we keep this class focused on Amuna and away from some of these points. Right. Because, so, my... so the question now, just to do that, like on an active level, like thank God, just remind everyone, go back to, if you don't mind, I just pause for a second, advertising break. We have the Rav's books. So people have pointed out that they're not 100% perfect in grammar, Vuhulu, etc. You know, it's hard to put out a book as we all can testify. Still yet to put out my book. Right now I'm just... Um, and the link below on is is on extracts of my book right. on Substack because Substack's free. Right. But to make a book, it's twenty thousand dollars minimum. Right. Yeah. To publish it properly, so thank God Ravosh did manage it and he put out tens of books. And all right, so there's a, there's, they're not perfect, but they're still going out there and they're still helping people. And the amount of positive feedback I get overwhelms the not positive. So still, as always pushing breslov.com, moonalive.com, go to our sites, partner, part, get the books, partner with the classes, the online classes, partner of our tour, Muna tour. We're going to be in New York. We're hopefully going to be in Carnegie Hall for first. That would wow. be an awesome opportunity. Wow. And to remind everyone, there's pamphlets. Now, the most exciting thing I've seen recently, this has already been mentioned in previous class, Meeting with the King. We're going to give you one. I yeah. have it. I have it. I, have I read it. it. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Definitely nice. everyone get it. Another one. Now, I couldn't find the English. It's like I have it in my house, but I couldn't find it downstairs before we started. But this is in Spanish. But it's the main concept. I. It looks like this. And then it says in English, Amuna in Hashem. Yeah. We have to have a belief, an intrinsic belief, more than faith, intrinsic belief in Hashem, that Hashem does everything for the good, and Hashem will make it better and better. I don't know if you read Spanish, but this is. Yo no hablo español. No, I used to. Okay, so this is the Spanish version, and we'll give you the hopefully find English version before we end, before you leave. I mean, so hopefully we'll give you that as well. But we want to give a lot of presents to our guests because we appreciate him coming and showing connection to our platform, even though we're not a political platform and we're not exactly the Pulse of Israel or any of these larger platforms. But what we do know is that people are gaining and growing. Like I have, like I said, I have this long page of feedback which I haven't even started yet. By the way, you know which book I'd really like yeah. to get right now? Yeah. The Garden of Riches. A practical guide oh, to financial so success based on, on Amuna. Because I, I need that. I mean Present. I'm 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 strengthening my Amuna, but so far it's not helping me get to the financial success in order to make a bigger impact. Yeah, so that is with, something with the, which everyone can make. Someone wrote here on your live feed, Shalom from Germany. So once shalom, again, shalom. we'll be reaching our friends in Germany. And um we're just gonna end off my little uh, advertisement break with Amuna Tour 2022. We do have the f almost the final final go ahead. Everyone's up for it except one person who was unwell or different personal things going on. So much going on here wasn't able to give us full go ahead because he wants to look at it properly and not just superficially. 
And he pretty much said he's giving the go ahead, but he wants to still speak to me. So we're waiting for one person just to say yes. But basically, in my eyes, it looks like it's a go. A go. Monitor 22, we're going to be, please God, in Brooklyn, the 4th of November till the 6th, 7th of November. And then in Monty onwards till the 14th, 15th of November. And the blessing is that the Rav will be available for meetings. Like I said, we'll be doing a few special classes. Um, only a few because we want to focus on the Rav's health. That's why we're not coming to Miami. Apologize. And Houston and L.A. and and uh, Arizona. All those wonderful communities have wanted to host the Rav. Uh, the UK is still an option, might not be now the end of October just because of time realities of not being able to organize it in time based on the fact there's been delays on our side. So we might have to reschedule that for later on, hopefully not when it's too cold. So once again, we have to be careful again of the Rav's health. A lot of juggling, logistics, but the main thing is a Munitor 2022 is happening in the US, New York. And it's just a matter of one more person to say yes, and then the books will start flying out. And uh, we'll start organizing fully and you'll hear all the updates. The goal is, yeah, someone asked how to make appointments to the Rav. So once again, reach out to me and we'll keep that request on ellie.goldsmith at breslev.coil. I'll keep that request on the side and I already have the Google Sheets. We'll start formulating all the, the, the appointment times for everybody. It usually fills up very quick. And uh, obviously the Rav's time is pressured. People have already said in all those communities that want to host us, that they're going to fly in. Even last time we had from Guatemala, wow, we had from Mexico, people flew in just to see the Rav. So beautiful. it's a real thing and it is a real opportunity because it's a way to see the Rav in a way that you don't get in the Holy Land because here everyone wants to see him. And there it's a little bit more focused and it's a bit out of the you know city main Balagan. So we can actually have focused meetings in a nice home there in Monsi, thanks to our host. And we thank them in advance also. So, okay, so we'll go back to Avi Abelo now. We've had advertisement break, and we'll go to the the last question we have on our list. Is, well, I didn't answer you in terms of the Joe Rogan. Uh, oh yeah, for, the legal thing. So, I sort of avoided so, it. Uh, so, no, 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 that's fine because it, this already you, you already see the seeds for yeah. how you can't beat God. Meaning part of what's going on is total control over our lives, more and more taking yeah. away our liberties, taking away free speech, punishing us, censorship, etc. But in today's world, the today's technology world, it's it's not it's not hermetically sealed. It's not a hundred percent. So they're no. trying, they're trying, they're trying. They can go after small people like me, mm. and they're trying to go after the big fish like the Joe Rogans mm. and the Russell Crowe's, et cetera, et cetera, brand, and the Russell brands, right? But they can't they, they can't a hundred percent succeed there or the Daily Wires and the Ben Shapiro. They mm. they are trying, they are trying and changing algorithms. That actually that, just shows them up. But they honestly. can't. I like, think what? any attempt they've had has just fallen flat on its face. Right. It's actually right. made it big better for them. For the for the Rogans and for right. the, for the individuals, right? For, which for, which, for, our, for the people, which in an Emuni yeah. perspective, in a, in yeah. a belief, in a God based belief perspective, yeah. shows you that even within the kernels of evil, there's imperfection and they can't succeed. So yeah. that's why we can't be afraid. Meaning, I'll tell you right now. Uh, there's, I've been saying this for Good years. Point, yeah. I'll be off. There'll be a day where I'll be off Facebook. I'll be off Instagram. They've taken my fa the, my websites down. They've they've taken me. I'm, I'm shadow banned on Twitter everywhere. Okay. First of all, anyone who wants to follow me, the best way is go to my website, pulseofisrael.com, and sign up for my newsletter. Pulseofisrael.com, the best way, because that, that's a newsletter you're in direct contact yeah, with me. It's I not any that. of the social media companies. But, but no matter what the social media companies will do, no matter what government will do, no matter what disinformation offices, governments are going to have, even if, even if they succeed taking down Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro and everything, they're well, still going to be underground. Yeah. Still, there'll be other platforms. There'll be underground. Is that what it's called? I now have my videos on Rumble because I've been yeah. censored on, on YouTube. We're on Rumble. 
Rumble as well, guys. Yeah, you I'm can at check Avi out Rumble. Below, I haven't made a big deal out of it, but on Rumble, there's a few other ones I don't even know. I've forgotten. Yeah, there are a couple. There are a couple. The new kind of Twitter one I've forgotten. Yeah, and there's a there's a new Twitter the Getter and there's Truth Social that's Trump's. I'm on all these. We're we're on all those platforms as well. It just goes up automatically. And by the way, TikTok. I'm not doing TikTok. TikTok is like the ultimate evil. TikTok, I'm not. Like, <laughs> We're there too, guys. Even if, even if to to take advantage, like I'm not I even go going there, to take I advantage post of there. I get off it. It's it's ultimate yeah. evil. It's total. I can't go actually yeah. look on it. I yeah, can only they, post. Yeah, that's that's for a whole like, talking of itself. I give advice anyone who wants to impact on TikTok. Yeah. Go to your computer, have an account, and just post. Don't yeah. ever look at anything there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, besides that, it's so and evil on so many levels. Hopefully, you'll still be effective about looking. Yeah. But it's it's evil on yeah. so many levels. It's a whole class just under itself yeah. to then give people the the, the faith and the amuna to, to, to. Yeah, we have to focus to on the amuna. Remember, here it's about things will get better. That's the yes. Thing. So so again, what is the time... way to go that it's going to get better? Uh, so... And how do we round off the class? Because I just the last question was yeah. Slikus. What is the best focus we can have? Because right now, one of the gifts of Elo Malach Besoda, Hashem is here, Psalm 27, chauffeur blowing. Hashem's cleaning us. So yeah. we're in a mikveh. Even in this Facebook Live, we're somewhat in a, I think we're sticking out of a mikveh water over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So I don't know how <laughs> that happened. It's sort of oh, Facebook uh, threw us in the mikveh, but it's all good. <laughs> Um, so very, very simple. Listen, I'm new. Clothes, right? I'm I'm new to this um yeah. to this heat bodidut stuff. Yeah. Right, heat is when you just go off to a corner talk to of it, talk, and talk to Hashem. Which privately. is really the essence of a muna according to Avosh. Right. So he holds a muna. It's not enough just to believe intellectually. You actually have to talk to God. Right. So the best advice I give to people is, is something that I do on my own, but I've just been even strengthened to do it more, just in my my, my strengthening of of Amuna nowadays. Take time every day and say thank you to God for everything. Go down the list every day. Say it. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my loved ones. Thank you for having a job. Thank you for having a, fo- uh, a, a roof over my head. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Focus on the thank you. Focus yeah, the on the good. The wonders of gratitude. The wonders of gratitude. Exactly. Miracles. This, this, is, this is the secret. This is the secret sauce. Because that turns, uh, this is what the Torah is about. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to live an attitude of gratitude. All the blessings we say are to instill within us an attitude of gratitude. Not everyone doing it is living according to attitude of gratitude. We still have to work on ourselves. So, But the more we focus on being thankful for everything at any given moment, and even when bad things happen, focus on the good. It's about staying in this attitude of gratitude that helps us strengthen our emuna, strengthens our belief in God, and get through everything so that's my best advice amazing so uh, we'll just end off with one more statement from our very Abba before we sign off for the class just before I go I just want to mention uh, what's coming soon I have my own class on the soulful greatness we're sort of in the theme of what we've been discussing discuss continue we'll go over some of the feedback we missed out it's a long big paragraph here from uh, a bunch of our followers and we appreciate it thank you sharing all your wonderful feedback and sharing the classes on your platforms. I notice people sharing the classes and it gets it out there. It gets Amuna Global. It's a big part of the process. We want to hopefully have the opportunity to host um, Rav Joel or Joey. Yes, with Joey Rosenfeld. He is Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld. is a, as far as I know, a licensed therapist. We'll get his bio hopefully down, but he's joining us hopefully in the new week. And we want to recommend you go back to the first class we did with Abia Below because we went more extensively into some of his three-point plan. It was very right. important. We don't want you to miss out on that. 
But we haven't finished with him yet. We're going to end off the class with a statement of what he's planning future-wise. We want to hear of his future so we can join him on his journey uh, beyond. And uh, just to let you know, there are potential other guests we're always working on bringing. And the Munatoy is obviously a big focus of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot coming up because we will be having a break a little bit. Hopefully I'll be able to squeeze in one or, one or two more Muna Tuesdays till the, till the next uh, Munatoy takes off in the air, literally. Um, but the exciting part is it's something we're doing together. It's a global experience, communal experience. And as Avi's saying, that by us bringing more of Hashem's energy into the world, it really will get better for all of us in all ways, in, in Panasa, in, in our making a living, in, in our relationships. Imagine a relationship filled with gratitude, what kind of relationship that is. So that's the, the, uh, the focus that we're having here. And we want to thank him again for joining us. Let's end off with a few words from Aviabolo. And uh, thank you again for joining us. Share this class. Well, Rebelli, thank you so much. It's such a schut, such a, such a, a, a merit uh, to, to be here with you on your, on your holy, holy program with your holy uh, listeners and, and viewers. Um, what's happening with me? Well, um, uh, right now I'm working on one book, but I have the ideas for a few other books. I'm, uh, I'm just having a hard time like finishing and moving forward and getting that done. But that's, that's exciting that I'm involved in it. I actually just told you before I'm involved in writing something small, but I think it's powerful. Uh, a, a new 13 principles of Rambam uh, for our generation to be added to the Rambam's 13 principles of faith, uh, which, which were, were always applicable, but were specifically applicable to that generation. I believe we have to add on to that based upon that. So I'm in the process of working on that, hopefully to get that out very soon, working on a conference, working on a movie, anyone who wants to stay in contact with me about everything I'm doing. And I, I just don't, don't just do about deal with these issues, deal with current events with Israel, trying to wake up Am Yisrael, Jews, non-Jews to, to awaken what's really going on in the world and strengthen their, their Amuna. Uh, so just, just, Sign up for my newsletter on PulseOfIsrael.com and you can stay in touch. And uh, the last thing I can just say, everyone, have an attitude of gratitude. One of the most important things I teach my kids about attitude of gratitude is the very, very simple mimer of Chazal. That touch, it's not Chazal, it's, it's, uh, it is Chazal, but uh, the Mishnah. Who is the happy person? The one who is happy with what he has. Hold on to that. No matter how good or how bad things are, remind yourself. Who's the happy person? The one who is happy with what he has. Do not focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have and be thankful for everything you do have and your life will be awesome. It won't be free of trouble. It won't be free of worry. But because of that internal emuna you have in believing this Torah, your life will be awesome. So we want a big thank you to all of you. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Rev Shlomo Katz, who brought us together in a frat, and and Yosef Aaron, Yosef Aaron. We have a song there. No, no, no. We're singing maybe a song or Tov, Tov Lahaydus, Lashem. We thank Hashem. Zama, Adam Rishon Pani wrote this song. Lashem, Tov Lahaydus, Lashem. Zama, Lashem, I'll 
As I say in English, it's good to thank Hashem, but what is it? Proud, I'm proud. I'm a Jew and I'm proud and I sing it out loud. I don't know. I'm sorry. Join but I like it, but I like it. From Munas 86 cast, thank you again. And our 87th coming in the new week, double Amuna Tuesday. Oh, Don't man. forget, 3.30, I'll be going live again. I'll go over some of Avi's points and beyond. Thank you. Have a wonderful week and a beautiful Shabbos. And take this energy with you to a beautiful, blessed new year. Oh, Amen. And a holy owl, 20 days to the, to the yeah. day, Rosh Hashanah. A lot still to go and a lot of work to do. Bye.